can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I am your host, Hannah First. Once a month, we'll be doing a deep dive into some of our fave celebs beauty routines. Today, Yes Couchy is back. She was on to talk about JLo, I think it was last month. And I think we touched on that we wanted to talk about Kylie and Kim's skincare ranges. And today we're talking about Kim Kardashian's new skincare line, Skin by Kim. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Here to talk about all the most important subjects. <laughs> so obviously Adore does not stock Skin by Kim. I think it's only available like yeah. online, but I on her it's website. really interesting to actually do a deep dive into like the ingredients and the products that she has and what, what might be missing. So I want to start with what were your initial thoughts on Kim's new skincare line before it was released? Because there was a lot of teasing beforehand. The thing with Kim Kardashian is that it kind of makes sense. You know, like, yeah. although I don't think about skincare when I think about her, I do think about cosmetic treatments. I think about injectables, even though she says that she hasn't had any. But, yeah. you know, it does make more sense than some other celebrities that come out with skincare lines. And I do find it a little bit funny. Mm. I just think it's funny. Like, post-lockdown, everyone keeps coming out with a skincare line that now it's just like, who's next? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rihanna's a billionaire now. Like, she was one of the first that kind of, like, pioneered yeah. work in the skincare Lux. industry. Like, yeah. But but also, like, Fenty was much more elevated, so I feel like Kim was doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it was different, you know. She came out with so many different shades of foundation and, and things like that, so it was a little bit different. Yeah. The thing with the Kim Kardashian line is that it hasn't really been that different, which is a bit disappointing because she could have made it really different. My sort of thoughts were like, oh, this makes so much sense. I was like, oh, she got rid of the makeup brand and the, or she was relaunching the makeup and the fragrance lines. And then all of a sudden she's come out with this like high-end skincare range, but it definitely did make sense. So let's get into the actual, she has like a nine-step routine. So you can buy the whole nine-step routine. Can you take us through like each of those steps? Yeah. So there are so many steps. <sighs> the first one, obviously she's got a cleanser. So that's a really basic. And I also need to say, I haven't tried any of these products. So yeah. we're just going Neither through <laughs> any of the, or like we're just going through the products. So she's got a cleanser. Um, it's just a basic cleanser. It doesn't have any actives in it. I think that this would be great for most people. It's got humectants like glycerin and aloe vera in it. Mm hmm. I was actually going through people's reviews okay. online and most people said that they liked the cleanser. Yep. $43 cleanser. I think that's okay. <laughs> the toner. Now, <laughs> this is one of her favorite steps, but it is an exfoliator and like an exfoliating toner. And it's one of those things that brands do is they tell you to use this product twice a day. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, that's not going to be ideal. If you have sensitive skin, sensitized skin, impaired barriers, anyone with kind of inflammatory skin concerns, you don't want to be using this twice a day. What's the exfoliant in that toner? So it's just fruit enzymes and AHAs. Okay, yeah. Something else that is in it though is the witch hazel. Oh. And it does have fragrance. So it's got 6% witch hazel, which can be quite drying on the skin and there is fragrance as well. So mm -hmm. for a skincare product to come out in 2022 with witch hazel and fragrance is very unique. And I don't think many skins would like the toner twice a day. I definitely would not be using that on my skin twice a day. 
Then she has the physical scrub. So this is her favorite product from the lot. And I'm not anti-physical scrubs. I actually quite like a physical scrub on the right skin. And the- I've gotten into them. Yeah, yeah. I think they can do, like they can actually improve your skin for the right people. But using this alongside the other exfoliant, it's two exfoliants. And I don't think a lot of people will read into how to use the products properly. Mm -hmm. So if you're using this twice a day and then if you are using the physical exfoliant, Mm, you know. Once a day. A few times a week as well. Yeah, it's just, it's a lot. So you could really damage your skin with that. I actually saw there's this, he's a dermatologist and he's a content creator on Instagram. And I don't know if you saw this, but he was reacting to her doing her routine. Yeah. And she was like putting the scrub on and then she like used a towel and like she said oh this gives you like an extra exfoliation with the towel she said something like that is too much I'm like Way I'm seeing a lot of exfoliation <laughs> here it was really funny oh and that's one of the biggest issues that I see in clinic people are over exfoliating the skin mm. but not because they mean to but because one brands on their packaging say use this once or twice a day like the toner would be or they just don't realize that their skin naturally exfoliates and they don't need to be exfoliating that often. You know, if you're using the physical scrub, the toner, and you're rubbing your face with a towel, like that's three types of exfoliation a day. I think my skin, because I've built up to it, my skin could probably tolerate the toner once a day and the physical exfoliant maybe twice a week if I'm like thinking about my skin. Yeah. But I don't think I would use it more than that, knowing that that is like a chemical exfoliant and a scrub as well. What else is in the range? So she's got a $90 hyaluronic acid serum. Again, uh, they recommended once to twice a day. I th- it's a basic hyaluronic acid serum, but I think the price is a bit uh, over the top. Like it's nine. All of the serums are $90, I think. Yeah. Okay. So that one, yeah, she's got the $90 hyaluronic acid serum. Then she's got the vitamin C8 serum, which again is just vitamin C serum. It's formulated with ethyl ascorbic acid, which is a water-soluble, stable vitamin C derivative, but it's nothing revolutionary. Um, and it's not an L-ascorbic acid. A lot of products now use the ethyl ascorbic acid. You know, alpha H vitamin C is also an ethyl ascorbic acid. It's got hyaluronic acid in it as well in the formula. So you've got a separate hyaluronic acid serum Mm -hmm. and a vitamin C with hyaluronic acid in it as well. So it's not going to be bad, but not everyone needs to be using a vitamin C serum. Mm -hmm. I think she's used these ingredients in her skincare line because they're very popular. Like everyone knows vitamin C and everyone you meet and and everyone I see in clinic is on a vitamin C, Mm. but not really knowing why. And I think it's just because it's such a really popular ingredient now. Like you can get it in face mists, you can get it in micellar waters, you can get it in everything. So yeah, nothing revolutionary, vitamin C serum. She's got a eye cream that's $75. That one's got peptides in it. So it could potentially, you know, help with the appearance of fine lines and, okay. you know, stimulate collagen production. Again, it's got a little bit of hyaluronic acid in it as well. She's got a face cream, which is $85. Um, now I don't understand the face cream very much. So she's got a natural retinol like extract in it. So I feel like, you know, if you were creating a skincare line, a natural retinol-like ingredient would probably be more beneficial for more skin. So I can see why she might have steered away from going something really, really active, but it's not really worth the $85 price tag. There's an ingredient in the face cream called magnesium aluminium silicate. It was the main ingredient in that Peter Thomas Roth Instant Form RX product last year that went viral. So that could be a reason why it's so expensive. I don't know. It's possible that it's like kind of like a luxurious face cream because some of those kind of like luxe face creams with beautiful packaging do end up 
yeah you know have a yeah. higher price tag so who knows on that one <laughs> so then she's got the oil drops so this is uh, like an oil-based vitamin c it's got tetrahexyl decyl ascorbate which is an oil soluble form of vitamin c really well tolerated by a lot of skins but again another vitamin c product essentially and then she's got a night oil which is 95 dollars, and that's just sweet almond oil jojoba oil sea buckthorn i'm not really sure why it's 95 dollars, but it is <laughs> So there's a, there's a lot. I would say on the vitamin C oil, that could be like a little bit of marketing because like I see a lot of brands doing kind of like glow products yeah. and I felt like when I saw her promoting it, it was very much like this will give you the best glow. So potentially that was what that was about. So are there any steps that you think are missing from the routine? I don't understand why she doesn't have a retinol in there or a vitamin A. That's exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I've actually got a question on that. So we'll come back to that. And are there any steps that you think are unnecessary? I don't think you need two vitamin Cs and I don't think you need two exfoliants. Like if I was trying to formulate a line for everyone and like that's essentially what she's trying to do, like she's trying to sell this to, to as many people as she can. Yeah. Not everyone needs a physical scrub, so I probably would scrap that. I was wondering why there are no niacinamide or yeah, there's like no niacinamide. Like I love using those. Yeah, yeah. That that was something that I had noticed aside from the vitamin A that might have been missing. What do you think of the branding and the packaging? See, I'm quite a minimalist, so I actually quite like the branding. Mm-hmm. I like the name. I like. I feel like it works. I don't think it would work for everyone. I think it's just like it looks really nice. It looks really nice. You'd want to take a photo of it. I think every brand now needs to be kind of like Instagram worthy and it works with her brand, like everything else that she has come out with her entire house. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. Skims, skin, they look really similar. My mum actually said she was like, oh, she texted me about it and was like, oh, my God, the packaging. She was so, she was like got caught up in all the hype. I mean, did you see all the like sustainability? It was so clever. Like yeah. my mum was really yeah. into the packaging. But I think there were some issues with the packaging, the, the the way that you could buy refills, I think. Like there was issues with the refills or the way that like it's not really sustainable. Oh. And I feel like sometimes the way that the Kardashians put product together and the way that they get people talking is through their marketing. And yeah, but I don't think it's bad. I really like the name Skin by Kim. I think it works. Same. Yeah. And like, I think she'd feel really good, like getting a divorce and getting rid of KKW Beauty and doing something for herself. Yeah. I feel like she is, um, whenever people like shit talk Kim, I'm always like, come on. She is like a really clever businesswoman. Definitely. She knows a lot about branding, personal branding. She's, yeah, I think she's like done an amazing job. The only thing I didn't like was when she said, people just don't want to work anymore. Just get up and work or whatever she said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would work as hard if I had, you know, like help around the house yeah, and some yeah, servants yeah, yeah, and yeah. some people to look after yeah. the kids. Definitely I could work full-time a lot nannies. harder. Full-time nannies. Yeah, that would be amazing. I feel like for people that weren't that into skincare, but the, maybe the price point, it's weird because the price point's kind of directed at people that probably are really into their skincare and are like wanting to upgrade to like cosmeceutical and like really active ingredients. Yeah. Yet it's very much like a basic entry level almost routine. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if the actual skincare lasts. Yeah. Because I don't feel like it's really that innovative and I just don't think it has like lasting power, mm. I guess. 
it is targeted more towards like her age bracket though. Like I was reading that when she was putting together the skincare, she most of the people that she tried it on were like her mum's friends. Mm-hmm. Like it is more expensive, but it's generally like people who are older have more money. Like it's not, she's not Gen Z. Like she's not yeah. wanting to sell it to Gen yeah, Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say my mum would probably like, she hasn't, but if she wasn't getting products from me, my mum would probably, because I remember, oh my God, when Kylie lip kits came out, my mum was like right on there ordering so many different colours. Yeah. So I think like my mum who doesn't know much about skincare, but like she's probably someone that would go out and buy it if Kim recommended it. And I think that's, yeah, definitely. There's so many Kardashian stands. I think that's what we underestimate. Like that's the reason they're billionaires. Yeah. And I love the Kardashians. I can't say, oh, I love them you know, too. I don't want to like shit on this skincare line because I really love that. Like I love watching the Kardashians, but it is uh, not a skincare line that I, as a dermal therapist, that I would recommend to everyone. (laughs) That's the thing. But it works for her and there are a lot of people that would buy this. Mm. So back to we were talking about, we were both like kind of surprised that there were two face oils, but no retinol. Although the face cream has a retinol alternative, but like Yeah, I'm going to assume that that's like a gentle alternative. Yeah. Do you think we need to add a face oil to our AM and PM routines? Is this something that we're missing? Because I definitely don't use face oil AM, PM. No. And you know what? I neither do I. And it's not something that I recommend to a lot of people. I think it was something that became really popular a few years ago. It could be something that Kim really loves having in her routine. It's not going to be bad for the skin, but generally I would recommend a moisturizer before a face oil Mm -hmm. because, you know, a lot of moisturizers are formulated with humectant ingredients and occlusive ingredients and things that are probably going to hydrate and moisturize your skin. Whereas if you're just using a face oil, it might not be as effective for some people, but it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. Mm. I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. And even if you have oily, acne prone skin, congested skin, face oils are not really what I would be recommending as like the first thing in your routine. I was like definitely the glow oil though, like for some reason. I was like, oh, I want to try that. That really, yeah, that anything like really that says me. glowy skin. And I've not, like, I haven't really seen that many face oils with vitamin C. No, I think they're better suited to people that have sensitive skin and who want to incorporate a little bit of vitamin C in their routine. Mm-hmm. I know Kim Kardashian has psoriasis. So maybe that's a way that she's been able to incorporate vitamin C because she does have that more darker skin as well. So she could be prone to post inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Yeah. But, you know, these are ingredients that have really worked for her. Yeah. That's why she's formulated the skincare line. But, you know, it's not something that everybody needs to be using. She does have, like, amazing skin. Like, she does. in all the videos for the skincare line, I'm just like, oh, my God, your skin is like – you can tell she's stayed out of the sun as well. Like, her oh, skin yeah. is just – I mean, yes, getting, like, treatments, but she just got really nice skin. She would yeah. have the best of the best at her fingertips. That's the, the thing. The so, like, it's not just the skincare at all. Yeah, well, um, that's on to my next questions, which I read this New York Times article. We can link it in episode notes. So Kim told the New York Times about the release. (laughs) I loved this so much. If you told me that I literally had to eat poop every single day and I would look younger, I might. I just might. Yeah. I actually firstly like really respect her that she's like admitted that (laughs) because like I feel like people, yeah, like I I think that's really like good on her for like admitting how obsessed she is with her skin. It's her brand. It's part of her brand. But this says to me that she's pretty extreme with her skincare. 
I'm going to assume that, do you agree that she's going to have professional treatments as part of her routine as well? Definitely. And I think that they would have treatments that they would never, ever speak about, you know, like things that are really only for like these A-list celebrity billionaires, like things that we don't even know about. Yeah. I really do think that she's doing, you know, weekly treatments with a dermatologist. Yeah. It's definitely not skincare alone because she has come out and said that she doesn't use fillers and whatever. And maybe she doesn't, but she's definitely doing something, something with, you know, a really great, you know, surgeons, cosmetic injectors, doctors, everything. Yeah. And you, you can really see the difference in their skin as well. Like from there's lots of reels and images online of the Kardashians and, and how they looked, you know, like 10 years ago in comparison to now. They have changed quite a bit. So they have, mm. yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, cosmetic treatments that they do. And that's why when she launched the skincare, like I didn't think of skin, you know, like I didn't think, oh yeah, Kim Kardashian and skincare. I was thinking Kim Kardashian and cosmetic treatments. Like that's what comes to mind to me rather than the skincare because I've never seen her talk about skincare before until now. No, not really. It does make make a lot of sense. And Mm. I think you can also purchase the products individually. So if you had to choose like one product to recommend from her line for like all the Kim fans out there, if they want to try it, which one do you think you'd go for? I'd probably go for the firming moisturizer. Okay. It's a basic moisturizer has that viral ingredient in it that could potentially firm your skin. What is this viral ingredient? What's it called? It was called magnesium aluminium silicate. So it was that main ingredient in the Peter Thomas Ross Instant Form RX product. Does it do like instant lift or firm? Firming, yeah, instant firming. And you can see it. And you can see it. But I haven't seen anyone talk about this ingredient in Kim's face cream. So that's why I was like, why aren't we talking about that ingredient? Because last year that was like the hot ingredient that everyone was talking about. And now Kim's come out with this moisturizer that is $95. So it's got to be, there's got to be a reason why it's $95. It's potentially that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I want to go try and find a product with that ingredient and see if it actually does instant firm. Everyone's down for a hack. Yeah, I would probably choose the glow oil. I don't like, yeah, I think I would want to try the glow oil just to see like if it really does give a glow, but I'd have to mix it in with a bit of moisturizer. I don't usually put face oil straight on my skin. I've got more of a combo, sometimes oilier skin in in summer. So I'm the same. I always mix it into a moisturizer. Yeah. And I feel like that properly hydrates the skin. Whereas when I just use an oil, I just don't feel like it's enough. Well, thank you so much for doing all that research. I have been really looking forward to hearing about what each of those (laughs) nine skincare products did. (laughs) I think overall, we like there's some really nice ingredients in her products. But if you do go and get the nine-step routine, would your recommendation be probably just ease off a little bit on the exfoliation? Definitely. And listen to your skin. I think everyone should understand their skin type and understand their concerns and why they're buying certain products and ingredients because at the end of the day your skincare has to be treating your concerns and we're not just buying it because it's kim kardashian (laughs) good advice all right thanks so much for joining um and we'll see you guys next week no worries bye thanks everyone for joining us today don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends it helps other people to discover us and also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast so if you can leave us a review that would be much appreciated